Hello and welcome to Kaleidoscope Teen Radio, which is the podcast for Kaleidoscope Teen Magazine. Kaleidoscope Teen Magazine is an online magazine and digital platform made by and for girls of color. Today we're interviewing the girl of the month for our seventh issue, Drew Townsell. Drew is a freshman at Loyola Marymount University, also where I go to school, (laughs) and the founder and CEO of Intersect Magazine. She is such an inspiration. I'm so excited to have her here with me today. Hi, Drew. How are you? Hi, Gabby. I'm good. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing well. (laughs) Okay, so um, let's start with Intersect Magazine. What is Intersect Magazine and how did you come up with the idea for this magazine? So Intersect Magazine is my digital publication where all things music intersect. So a blog, online magazine type feel, kind of like what you're doing. But um, basically we write music reviews, editorials, um, news posts, written interviews. And then we have a YouTube channel called Intersect TV. And that's where we do all of our broadcast stuff, like eventually a podcast and Right now we have um, video reviews and video interviews. Um, I started Intersect when I was at a music festival called Lyrical Lemonade Summer Smash in Chicago. And I have a friend of my family and I would uh, go with him to a lot of music festivals and stuff. And because he's in management, I would typically like be in the artist section. And I just realized like how much of like a community the music like everyone that was like there like was in like everyone like knew each other for something and I just like I'm very impulsive so I was like I want to be a part of this so I went home and immediately like started my blog Intersect Magazine I had already had a different blog it was called We Are Elise which is like my middle name and it was like exceeding limitations and self-expression and it was kind of like kaleidoscope it was like like girl stuff and like female empowerment and stuff like that and I feel like one thing led to the next, you know what I mean? Like I'm a big believer in that. And so I stopped that and then started the intersect stuff and wrote a review of that festival and then just kept going. So now it's been like almost two years. And instead of me doing everything by myself, I have like a whole team now. We have mm-hmm. an editor in chief and we have a chief content officer. And then we have an, a host for Intersect TV and we have like a bunch of interns that write for us. So it's great. That's really amazing. Um, you talked about in the beginning how you did like start Intersect Magazine by yourself. How was that experience like managing all those different parts? Um, yeah, so it was, it wasn't tough because I loved what I was doing and I'm the type that if I like care about something I'm gonna like dive into it completely Mm -hmm. so I really care about music so I typically dive in really hard sometimes putting like a lot on myself hard at the time but um it wasn't hard because I didn't have a lot else going on I was a senior in high school so like senior in high school it's not like that much work compared to like college work and Um, internships or jobs that you're doing in college Mm -hmm. so it wasn't really bad Um, I had fun I had a few people that also went to school with me that kind of would write something every once in a while people who are also interested in music but I think the best part of it is that even though I don't want to pursue a career in music journalism 
I got a lot of experience with that. And that's what led me to um, participate in this uh, program called Grammy Camp by the Recording Academy. And it was like, I was in the music journalism track because they saw like all of the journalism work. I, like you're supposed to submit like an article and I just like submitted my whole website and I'm like, take me. <laughs> um, while you were growing Intersect Magazine those past like two years, did anyone help you during your process to get it up and running and to grow your following um, for readers like on the magazine and also on Instagram? Yeah, totally. So obviously, of course, my parents were financially supporting like whatever needs to be done because what people like to be very transparent, you don't make money off of blogs for a while. You don't make money off of um, YouTube channels for a while. You have to monetize it. You have to get a certain amount of like traffic to have a certain amount of like ad revenue coming in and stuff like that. So it's something that when it gets to a certain point, it can stay there and keep going up and like be very steady. But it takes like at least two years typically to get to that point. And then for someone who's not like Kourtney Kardashian starting poosh, like <laughs> it's gonna take long. But yeah, it's just like, it takes money to back it up. So it takes money for the domain. It takes money for our emails that are on the domain. It just takes a lot of money. And so I think I'm really glad that my parents like helped with that. Um, also, I pay a couple employees, but don't make money off of Intersect yet. So paying for that as well. Um, I also will give it up to Kate Gallagher. She like was one of the first people who wrote for me and she helped so much contributing. And then our editor in chief right now, Maya, she's so helpful. I, I right now am interning somewhere, have a job, school. I really couldn't put like a lot of it like work in an intersect this past semester but she graduated from Boston University with a degree in journalism and she's just amazing she's like managed the whole staff and everything and yeah so those are kind of the biggest ups <laughs> um so what difficulties have you faced while running Intercept Magazine and how did you overcome those yeah um you get down on yourself sometimes when you feel like something's not being recognized or not blowing up the way that you want it to be. So it's hard with things like this because for it to blow up, it just takes a while, like I was saying before, and it's like it takes the right connection. So it takes doing an interview with someone big. It takes having like a, a article about someone big that they posted on their story it takes a lot of dependence on other people as well and so sometimes you can look at it like oh my gosh like I don't have those connections yet so it's not going anywhere but something that I always do is like you have to take control of what you can control and you can control yourself so it's like okay well what can I do to push it there faster so there's of course been obstacles like where I was like oh my god like this is so annoying but you have to like realize what you can do to fix those in entrepreneurship because like that's just going to be like never ending and it's like a, it takes a different type of person to be an entrepreneur though which like you understand because like, honestly it's just you don't have other people at a company being like okay like go like it's all you if you don't work hard you're not going to make money if you don't work hard you're not going to accomplish what you want to accomplish so it takes a certain type of like grind so of course there's been obstacles but it's always been just like okay reboot okay instead of being sad that our traffic was down this month i need to write a post every day this week you know what i mean or instead of being sad that we haven't gotten a lot of interviews i need to send out like 50 emails this week so that i can get maybe five responses from artists because that's just how it is you know what i mean yeah 
I definitely understand that. Um, what have been some of your successes while running Intercept Magazine? Definitely some successes would be, um, I'd say our biggest content pieces. So we did an interview with Chase the Money, who's a big producer out of Atlanta. Um, we did an interview with Memo 600, who is signed to Lil Durk and OTF, and he um, is from Chicago. We did an interview recently with LeBand. He's a rapper out of Chevalport, Louisiana, I think. And um, I say those are big because they popped off pretty well, but not only even things that popped off. I'm going to say that also certain interviews that um, because like interviews can do numbers, even if they're not good interviews, because people care about that artist. But I'd say a really important interview to me was with an um, up and coming artist. Her name is Kennedy and it's spelled K-E-N-N-E-D-I. And um, she was super cool. And it was one of those like interviews where it was like a conversation and we connected a lot because we talked about 11-11 and then like she, like she showed me her 11-11 pat and then I was like this. And then like the whole interview was just like perfect. And I was like, I'm not even a journalism person, but it's like, cause I get irritated every time I have to interview someone. I'm being blessed because I just, <laughs> it's just like, you have to talk. And then when I first started putting interviews out on Intersect, I got a lot of like hate in the comments. People were like, oh, she's not good. She looks irritated. So I don't really like doing interviews, but it's like the ones that you really connect with people, like it just, it feels really good. So Kennedy and then Chanel Jolie, um, she was fabulous. Like those are my favorite interviews and just like big success moments. Cause I felt like I was doing something important. I love that, I love that. And interviewing is definitely hard and definitely a skill I'm still working on. Like it's kind of like strange when you just meet the person and you just have to like find that dynamic and sometimes it's off and it just doesn't work. <laughs> and so it's so difficult sometimes to get that. <laughs> through. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so what is your vision for Intersect Magazine in like the next year, two years, maybe five years? Yeah, so we're doing really, we're doing pretty good. Um, our socials have gone up pretty well, or at least Instagram. We haven't really pushed Twitter. I'm not a Twitter girl, so I'm gonna have to find someone who knows how to push that. But um, I have almost 10K on Instagram, like 9.5 or something like that. But um, definitely to push over that 10K on social media, because social media is pretty important. Um, get it to maybe around like 15K, that would be awesome. Um, and then traffic up on the website. And then I really want Intersect TV and our watch list to pop off. So I'll talk about the watch list real quick because I talked about Intersect TV, but the watch list is a place where um, up and coming artists get featured a couple times a week. And we just write feature posts about them um, in like a good song that they put out or like a good mixtape or something that like definitely shows that like shows who they are you know what I mean and like their talent and just like a short paragraph that like highlights that and basically the point of it is to have press up there for up-and-coming artists like to have something come up when you search their name you know what I mean because that's important it's important in the signing process it's just important for people to like want to work with you and just notoriety and everything and um so we scout people out. We have like an A&R, so that's like artists and repertoire at a label, but like we have that on our like magazine team who like finds up and coming talent. And then also we have a submissions page. So it's intersectmagazine.com slash submit. And literally anyone can submit their music to there and we'll put a post up. It might take a week or two, 
but we'll put a post about it. It's free press. So I really want that to pop off and like us be known for that. Cause I think it's so important that like all artists should be able to tell their stories, not just Meg and Mulatto and like people who are popping off. I really like that. Um, what is your favorite thing to do in Intersect Magazine? Like, is it social media? Well, not interviews because you said you don't like doing those. Um, writing like music reviews, um, writing editorials, like what part do you enjoy the most? And favorite is definitely writing music reviews. I think I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> As, like I, I like um, writing and editorial journalism way more than I like um, broadcast journalism. Actually, I don't know. I don't know because I don't mind broadcast journalism. It's just like, I think I'm in this grinding stage where I'm kind of just like grinding and like figuring it out. So sometimes I'm like, it's a way more work mindset than a fun mindset. So it's like, cause I like being in front of the camera but I'm not sure that like, I love doing these interviews. Like that's just kind of the easiest way for me to put it. But I definitely would say that I love writing so, so much. And so I love writing the music reviews because we have like our own method that we write them. And like, I created the template or whatever. And it's like, mm -hmm. we calculate and do like an average score between each category. And it's like, we do the sound, the rapping or singing, and then we do the art behind the album. So like the meaning and stuff and like how the tracks flow together. And then we give like a total score. And I just love it. Cause I haven't seen anyone else do it before. And I just like kind of mastered writing like that. And I have like a few reviews that I think were really good. And I think that was the life is good one with like Drake and future. And then, um, hold on, life is good. This past Playboy Cardi one that I just did like a week ago because people were like, F whole lot of red, but I'm like, it's actually not terrible. And then a pop smoke one after he passed away. And so I, I love, I love doing music reviews. Like I, I'll do those forever. Like, yeah. Were you writing music reviews before Intersect Magazine or is this like a new thing? No, I wasn't writing like anything. So no, no. Yeah. I just, I was a really good writer in school. And that's when I started like my girl blog and then I switched and started this, but I wasn't doing any review stuff. So I created like my own template. The first review I ever wrote was the review of the festival that made me want to work in music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, how do you manage your time between school, the magazine and other commitments? Because coming from a fellow um, founder of a magazine, I know it's a lot of work. So how do you like manage that time? Sheesh. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's honestly, like, to be completely honest, like, it's a lot. And um, it depends because everything's different day to day. So, like, um, I intern at, like, a record label, 10K Projects, and then I work for Sony. I think everything, it just depends on like what's going on that week. Because in music, it's like, it can be dead periods, and then it can be a period where okay, Trippy Red's dropping an album. So Drew, you need to freaking write the lyrics out for every single song on Pegasus. And Pegasus had over 20 songs. And it's like, you have to sit there and transcribe lyrics. Like, it's like, it can be, yeah. It can be times <laughs> where there's nothing. And then there, uh -huh. it can be times when there's like everything. And so sometimes it's fine. And then sometimes it just really takes like putting in overtime and putting in hard work because you have to get stuff done. And I'm a best believer of like, you have to just like finish whatever you commit to. So 
some it's been a lot of nights last semester where not even school related I was like up all night trying to finish stuff because I needed to have something done like budgeting invoices just like little mm-hmm. stuff like I here let's see my planner <laughs> is very helpful because now I can write everything out I didn't have that for a while and I was kind of sporadic but like my planner my google calendar like everything because it reminds me of so much stuff and sometimes I feel really scattered but I think it's just believing that you can get stuff done and like noticing that like it's all going to pay off and like later I feel like I'm blabbing like I'm blabbing a lot but I think a way to kind of just like put it in a concise way would be like you're not growing if you're comfortable. So the fact that I was very uncomfortable when I first started off doing a bunch of stuff and like, I'm still kind of uncomfortable now because I'm used to stuff, but it's still just a lot of stuff going on. And I recently Mm -hmm. took on another role. So it's like, um, if you're comfortable, you're just not growing. Cause as soon as you put yourself in a place of like, you have to adapt and develop like, those skills then like you'll force yourself to be used to that that's the best way to put it that's very very true pushing yourself out of your comfort zone definitely will like help you grow as a person and also your business like I know in 2020 like I really like pushed myself out of my comfort zone with this um class of teen magazine because yeah. in the beginning it was just hard for me to like actually start it and to like go out there and be like I'm actually going to start this I'm actually going to push myself to like be a leader start this whole business and it was scary too but I think um putting content out yeah people judge and see Mm -hmm. people are mean (laughs) (laughs) definitely nerve-wracking but I think it definitely pays off in the long run um so we're gonna like switch to like college (laughs) so how has your experience been in college on Zoom? Um, it's been good. I actually love LMU. And to say that I love LMU without being there in person is like big because I haven't even walked through the campus. I didn't get to visit because I was planning on visiting for the first time during um, Black Student Overnight and we didn't mm-hmm. get Black Student Overnight. So never been on campus, passed it multiple times, um, been to LA multiple times, but never mm-hmm. actually seen the campus. But um, I still love LMU because I loved every professor that I had. I, I got lucky, I know that's not the case with everyone, mm-hmm. but um, I had great professors and um, I think the workload wasn't awful. I know that stuff will get harder as I go on, but it wasn't awful and I figured out a great way to manage it. I'm gonna be honest, I love online school. So as much as I want things to go back to normal, I'd love to be able to like be in LA slash on campus, but have online classes because Mm -hmm. I love the fact that you don't have to wake up, put clothes on and walk across campus. I love the fact that (laughs) I've been driving in my car to go do something for work and still been listening in class. I love it. Not having to turn (laughs) my camera on, that mute button, all of it. And I just think it makes stuff so much easier. So I had a great time, honestly. <laughs> um, what are you majoring in? I'm majoring in finance. So in the College of Business Administration. 
So is the is music and like the entertainment industry something you want to pursue in the future? Is that like your ultimate like career goal? Yes. And LMU is a huge entertainment school, as you know, but they um, specialize in like film and TV and don't really have music pro- business programs, which sucks because yeah. we're actually trying to petition for it. Like now I'm pretty sure like mm-hmm. there's like, been a petition that the Music Business Association or organization miso or yeah miso at lmu has been trying to like get through like we need a music business minor because there's not that so there was even like a moment where i was considering like transferring to usc but not because i didn't love lmu but only just because they have a music business program then i realized like if i'm just doing internships and stuff and like majoring in business i should be fine you know yeah yeah um so I know you also work with Sony Music U. What is that and what's your role? So Sony Music U is a college marketing program. Um, the three big music companies um, are Universal Music Group, Warner Music Group, and Sony Music Group. Mm-hmm. And um, basically each of those music companies have a bunch of subsidiary, subsidiaries that are the record labels. So um, Sony has Epic and Columbia, a lot of people may have heard of those. And um, basically each of those programs has a college marketing rep program because we are the ones that are supposed to market the music and connect to the 18 through 24 market the best because we're in those college towns. So um, basically I'm to work with students from LMU, Pepperdine, UCLA and USC and I guess some Cal States and stuff like that, that are around the LA area to just connect the artists that are assigned to the different labels under Sony to that market. So usually when stuff isn't in COVID, I haven't even had that experience yet since I'm a freshman and I like started my first semester freshman year. Mm-hmm. But like um, we will, if there's, if the artist goes on tour and has a concert in our city we'll go and we'll like interview the different like college students who went there and like interview the fans see how they liked it and stuff like that we'll host different like events on campus and stuff and like cool exclusive stuff um we'll pull up like stands give merch out like all types of stuff normally but right now it's a lot of just digital content yeah has your connections that you've made at Sony Music U helped you with Intersect Magazine in any way? Um, not my connections, I don't think, because, hmm, hold on, let me see. Mm-hmm. Not really, yeah, not my connections yet, because like I've met, like no one has like started working for like Intersect or like helped Intersect, but, um, that I think it helps with connections in general. So in a way, if it, help, it helps in connections in general with music, then it will pay off to like whatever you build, you know what I mean? Because I've met super cool people and like, even though we don't really know each other because typically every year Sony like flies us out to New York and we do a weekend at their office and we have Fall Forum. Fall Forum was on Zoom this year and um, typically during that weekend like we bond and like meet each other but like I have my like few Instagram people that we comment on all each other's stuff and support each other we got a new internship this that because it's a lot of like hustlers it's a lot of people who are like really young and like are just next up in music and that's with all three of the college marketing programs because Warner and Universal have them too and um so just for us to like know each other and just support what each other are doing it's big because like yesterday I perched I like I, I, I posted like ooh like 
new merch coming for Intersect Magazine da, 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 and like mm-hmm. three people from Sony that like we comment on each other's stuff like of course reposted it and everything so in that way yeah and it's like something big is like the connections that I'm making with like my peers there like will be super duper important because like we'll all be in different places in music probably. Um, so I also know that you have an internship with 10k projects um, what have you been doing in that internships what have you gotten to like work on in that? Yeah, so I sound like an NDA, so I can't say like a lot, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> I can say a lot, but um, I think I can say like the tasks that I've done. So I, I do a lot of like lyric transcribing. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was talking about, where like for a project, you'll literally have to listen to the song and like write all the lyrics so that like Genius and like Apple and like all of you can have them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's like a typical weekly thing. Um, a lot of like tedious stuff um, because it's necessary, but it's like good to learn. Um, I do a lot of budgeting and like the invoices and stuff like that. Um, what else? I do a lot of like shipping stuff out and like shipping merch and dealing with that and like talking to managers to get that out. Um, there's definitely more sending emails, you know, organizing. It's a lot of that type of stuff. So it's not like, ooh, I came up with a super crazy marketing plan. Oh, something really nice though that I think I can talk about. We, um, me and the other intern, Jake, shut up, Jake. He goes to USC. He's like my favorite person ever. But we, um, we were the people that kind of like put together the thanksgiving fund or whatever um for like the 10k together fund which is just for like um black people after the black lives matter movement um Mm -hmm. we we put a certain amount of money aside to like give and we gave food to watts community center or watts empowerment center in los angeles and they gave food out on thanksgiving so that was super cool and like we kind of put that together so that was a cool project, yeah. But I love them there. I love 10K. They're just, it's a very family-like community. And I think it was like the best first record label experience that I could have had because it's just like, it's smaller, it's growing. And it's just a lot of people who really like know what they're talking about and like, don't put me down and my ideas down. It's mm, amazing. Okay, so I have one last question, which is what is your favorite song at the moment? at the moment okay i'm going now music <laughs> oh i know what it is it's inhale by bryson tiller it's yeah that's my favorite song right now i love that song it was on his last project that he dropped mm-hmm. called anniversary yes I love <laughs> bryson tiller. <Gosh>. yes <laughs> that was that <laughs> so I want to thank you so much, Drew, for coming on this podcast and talking with me today. This was such a great conversation. And I learned so much about Intersect Magazine and everything else that you do, which is really, really amazing. And you can now like use this time to shout out your social media and let people know where to find you and Intersect Magazine. Got it. Um, I just want to say that you did a phenomenal job also. And like what you're doing is super great. And like it's just keep working because it's gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger and just pay off. But um, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Intersect Magazine and my personal Instagram is Drew Townsell. And then you can check out Intersect Magazine's website, intersectmagazine.com. Yay. (laughs) 
So I want to thank you all so much for listening. You might be watching this on our YouTube channel or listening to us on our podcast. You can listen to more podcast episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you search Kaleidoscope Teen Radio or on our YouTube channel, Kaleidoscope Teen Magazine. Please make sure you're subscribed to our online magazine, podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Kaleidoscope Teen. All of our social media links and Drew's social media links will be in the description box. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Natalia. You have to add that. Yeah, I'll add it. <laughs>